Okay, today's Vad is Rafu Shalema, Esther Bat Nizha, Bezat Hashem, and the Zachut of the Limuda Torah, and the Zachut of the Tzedakah, she should have a Rafua Shalema Bekarov. Okay, so I've been trying, I can't guarantee you, you know, obviously I'm very busy, but I've been trying to write notes of the Vad that we're going to give. If anybody wants a copy of it to go over, we'll, we'll get that to you, okay? So, yesterday we started an overview, and now we're going to start getting a little deeper into the sugya. Okay? So basically we said that we know that Chodesh Elul, which is a preparation for Hashanah Yom Kippur, ultimately Yom Kippur, right? We're looking to change. That's what the month is all about, trying to change, to become better. Changing our behaviors. So in general... People have two approaches to change, which is another way of saying doing teshuva. You want to do teshuva, so you want to change. So people have in general two approaches that they try to do to change. One approach is they focus on external behavior. External behavior means they look through their lives, they see which behaviors are lacking or which behaviors they could do better and now they have to change, and they start to work on external behavior. Okay? Now, the problem with that mahalach is that we know from experience that it never stays. People make kabbalas, they make resolutions, and those resolutions do not last that long. And even if a person made a resolution like a small Kabbalah, which we learn about from the Bali Musa, that a person should make a small Kabbalah, even if they make a small Kabbalah and they remember it and they stay with it, but they'll notice at the end of the year they didn't become better people. They just have one decent or good habit that became habitual in their avoidance Hashem, but they didn't really change from it. So what is Bechlal, that Eitzah, that the Bali Musa give us, that Part of the tshuva process is to take on a small Kabbalah. So in general, those small Kabbalahs don't even last. People don't remember them. They fall out of them. Or they take on too much. And they're not holding there. Whatever it may be. But these changes don't really work. Okay? So then there's another approach that people want to take. And that approach is to think more about pnimius. Meaning to think more about the root behind why you do what you do. Right? So if you understand your midas and your kachas hanefesh and you understand what triggers you and you understand why you fail at what you do and you try to go to the root of the problem. So that's another method that people try to take. The only problem with that is, practically speaking, is to, to do such a thing in 30 days is almost impossible because lamaisa, you have to know yourself. And that could take years and years to actually know yourself and it's limra musa, it's a lot of work. You know, obviously, if somebody accepts upon himself such a career to start learning about himself and working on himself, that's an unbelievable thing. But the question is, we're trying to get to Yom Kippur. And Yom Kippur, we're trying to make tshuva, right? So we need to think of a practical mahalach that's going to help us get to the tshuva. It can't be totally external. And it can't be a complete understanding of self and starting to rewire ourselves and use our kaychas in a very intense way, because that's also very not practical. So we have to look at what Chazal told us and try to work from there, okay? So if you look in the Torah, 
Torah gives us Rosh Hashanah as the step before Yom Kippur, right? Rosh Hashanah itself is the Chelik of Aseris Yemei Tshuva, and it's the step before Yom Kippur. So what is Rosh Hashanah? Rosh Hashanah is Kabbalah's Ol Malchus Shemayim. That's Rosh Hashanah, okay? And according, I'm just going to say the Nusach that it says in the Svarim. Rosh Hashanah is Kabbalah's Ol Malchus Shemayim. And Yom Kippur is Kabbalah's Ol Mitzvahs. Because Yom Kippur is Tshuva, right? Tshuva means that you're going to stop doing things that you're not supposed to do. And you're going to start doing things that you're supposed to do, right? That's mitzvot. So first is Kabbalah's own Malchus Shemayim. Then comes Kabbalah's own Mitzvahs. Let's just try to understand that. That means when the Chazal Kaveya, when the Torah Kaveya, how you grow, it gave us a system. The system is, Aseris Yimei begins with Kabbalah's own Malchus Shemayim. And it ends with Kabbalah's own Mitzvahs. That's Tshuva. They're all part of the Tshuva process. And really, this is a Chazal. The Chazal say, Hashem told the Jewish people, Tikablu Malchusi, first accept my kingdom, Va'acharkach, Tikabel Gezeroisai, then accept my Gezeris. That means there's always a two-step process. So in preparation for changing behavior, we have to begin with the first-step process called Kabbalah's O Malchus Shemayim. The only question is, what is Kabbalah's own Malchus What is that? Right? We know that we have a chiv every single day, twice a day. Twice a day, we have a chiv to say, Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad. Twice a day, to makabal all Malchus Shemayim. But that's a very vague term. A makabal all Malchus Shemayim. What does that mean? Does that mean that I'm saying... I'm going to makabal to do whatever Hashem tells me to do. That's kabbalah's all mitzvahs. That's not kabbalah's all malchus So, what is practically it means in practical terms? What does it mean that you have to makabal all malchus If we understand what that means, then we have already a direction of what to work on. So, I'm going to explain it in my terms, Harari terms. It's not a chiddush, but it's just different terms. So maybe you'll understand it like this. Okay, kabbalah's all Malchus Shemayim means, and the way I want to explain it, is that you, your body, the person, the human being, right? The human being, I'm talking about the physical body now. Your emotions, your feelings, your passions, your talents, you, you, your materialistic goof. It's talking a goof. Kabbalah Malchus Shemayim is the goof. What it is, is I'm saying that my body belongs to a much higher purpose. Belongs to the Malchus. Belongs to Hashem. Ein oid milvadre. You understand what I'm trying to say? Again. My body is part of Hashem's kingdom. Through me. Through my body. Is going to be the manifestation of the covered Shemayim. The glory of Hashem. If you're going to see the awe. The yira that you're in the presence of the Melech, you feel that presence, the awe, that's on your body. Yiras Hashem, Avas Hashem, Malchus Shemayim, that a person becomes a Markova Lashchina. Markova Lashchina means that through the human being, you're going to see the Tzalem Elikim. Right? That means my body serves 
the purpose of the Malchus. Kabbalah's old Malchus. I'll show you that from multiple angles. How Raya's, that this is what it is. Okay, so again, my body, I just gave my body a, a mission that's above my own Ritzayinus, and my own self. This is another way to term it. It's called Kedusha Zaguf. Kedusha Zaguf means that your body is for a higher purpose, not for your own taivas and your own yetzahars. You understand that? If I'm not Mazbe, good, tell me. These are deep things. I'm telling you deep things. Kabbalah's all Malchus Shemaim has nothing to do with mitzvahs. Kabbalah's all Malchus Shemaim is that I'm a Kabbal, that I belong to Hashem's Malucha. That's much bigger than me. I serve a higher purpose. That's a very important point. I'll give you a few Mishal to say that. The Briskerov, I think, or the Beis HaLevi, I forget, one of them, Beis HaLevi, I think, says, he has a Kasha. The Jewish people said, Nase Venishma. They accepted the Torah. Nase Venishma. So he has a cash in Halacha. If a guy wants to hire a worker, right? And he tells him, I want to hire you for whatever I tell you to do, that's what you have to do. I'm not telling you what the job is now. I'm hiring you that whatever I'm going to tell you throughout the day, you got to do it. So he says the halacha is that the guy, the, the Kenyan is not, the Schiris is nothing. Why? Because I don't know what I'm signing up to. So if you give me a job and I say, you know what, Hatch, I don't want to do that job. You can't say, well, you signed up. Well, I'm not mechuyim. I didn't know what I'm signing up to. Right? So he asked the kasha, if the Jewish people didn't know what it said in the Torah, so what does it help? They said, Nasev and Nishma. The they don't know what they signed up to. So it says the Beis HaLevi, the Nasev Nishma doesn't mean that you were makabal to do what Hashem says in the sense of being makabal the Avoidah. Nasev Nishma means that you became an Ever Hashem. You mean your goof is Hashem. Your body is Konrit Hashem. So what's the difference? It means if I buy an Ever, the Chalois Kenyan is that you belong to me. And Memele, if you belong to me, I can tell you to do whatever you want. Whatever I want you to do. Because you're not like a poil, like a worker, where you don't belong to me, and then I'm telling you to do a certain act. So if you didn't know what you're signing up to, then you're not signed up. But if you, if you became, you were macabre to be my Eved, Memela, I can tell you to do whatever I do, right? That's the base of Levi. So he says that Nasib and Nishma means that we became, our guf became Konrit Hashem. That's Kedusha Saguf. That means my body belongs to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, not for myself. That means the chefs of a human being is, he is the Metzius, his whole Mahus, his whole Metzius is an Ever Hashem. Not that the B'chad is, he has a life, he's a person, and he also has religious responsibilities. That's something else. We're saying, no, you belong to Hashem. Ein oid milavadoi. There, there is nothing else. It's his world. You belong to his world. You belong to his malchus. And through you, HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave you the opportunity that through you is the manifestation of his malchus comes through you. That's Kabbalah's all malchus. I accept that the malchus should go through me. That's Kabbalah's all malchus. Another place. I'll show you another place. Another place as you see from Bris Milo. Okay? Bris Mila, we have many, many marmikaimas, many, that say that a child is not shy 
to the other 612 mitzvahs, unless he does bris milah. Meaning, when you do a mitzvah, you're not just doing a pu'ula chitzonit. You're not just doing a maisa koif ba'alma. You're not just acting like a monkey. When you're doing a mitzvah, you're making reactions in the world, right? It's a whole thing, mitzvahs. A goik does a mitzvah. It's ain't a mitzvah voice. So a Jew is a mitzvah voice. He has a koyach He's doing something, right? But without the bris milah, then the other 612 mitzvahs you do are just a maisa chitzoni ba'alma. It's not mitzvahs. So you need a bris milah in order to make you shayich ta'avoyd. Kama v'kama ma'am v'kayim's to that. Roshoyinim, achroyinim, medrashim. Right? What's the get there? It's like a segula. If you do a bris mila, automatically you shayich la'avoyd. It's a segula. So the get there is very simple. Because everybody's masking. What's the get there of bris mila? There's already many ma'am v'kayim's. A bris mila is kedushas haguf. Your body is not there for your pleasures. Your body serves a higher purpose. And that's why we take the Eva Hataiva and we make a cut off the Orla. The purpose is to have a family and to have kids and to build Klaisos, not for your pleasures. So that's Kedushas Haguf. Without Kedushas Haguf, you have no Shaykhist Avoida. Kedushas Haguf, first you have to be a Kaili for Avoida. That's the step one. Kedushas Haguf. What is your purpose in this world? Okay? That's what we're seeing. So again, this is a big work. I just want to set up the, sus, the sugya. The sugya is, Rosh Hashanah means Kabbalah's all Malchus Shemayim. Kabbalah's all Malchus Shemayim has to do with your body. It's a very practical thing. You get married for a reason. You go to work for a reason. You eat for a reason. You do things for a reason. It's a very down-to-earth bodily thing. And you see this in the first halach and Shulchan Aruch. The Alta talks about this. The first halach and Shulchan Aruch is, itkaber kari, you gotta jump out of bed like a lion, la'avoydas boiroi, to serve Hashem, v'yem oreret ha'shachar. Right? So the halach is, you open your eyes, you have to wait eight seconds, otherwise it's dangerous. The time it says to say, modeh anil lefanecha, melechai v'kayim, shechazad v'nishmatim v'chamlar rabba v'radecha, jump out of bed, wash your hands, miyad. And say, Asher Kedisha. Okay? That's the Allah. <coughs> Even though the Shukhan Aruch Paskins, you have to get up for nets. So even if we don't do like the Shukhan Aruch, we do like the Ramah that says you don't get up for nets. But the Iskaber Kari part, that's not a Machlaikis. It's how you get out of bed, Lakula Amalai What time you have to get out of bed, maybe there's a Machlaikis. But Lakula Amalai Pligi, you have to get up in a certain way, which is a very strange halacha. Don't tell me how to get out of bed. You tell me I have to get the shachrit at a certain time, I'll get there. A guy who work for somebody says, you got to be in the office 9 o'clock. Does he care if you get up 8, 7.30, 8.30, quarter to 9, grab your pants, jump on a train and get there? He doesn't care how you get there. Bottom line is you get there. Where does the work begin? The work begins when you get the shachrit. That's your avoid. So what does Hashem care if you open your eyes, read your emails, and then you land, and you have your coffee maker that was set from the night before, and you smell the brewed coffee, and then you take the coffee, and then it takes you like 25 minutes to get up and get out of bed. Why do you have to jump out of bed like an Ari 
and wash your hands. Asher kedishanu moidai. Like what, what does he care? Machpatlo bechlal. Right? The Torah says because this is a defining moment of who you are. It's a self-defining moment. Because if you have a life outside of your religious obligations, so get up how you like and do your religious responsibilities when they come your way. But if your metzias is an Eved Hashem, that's your metzias. You don't own yourself. Your metzias is you belong to the Olmach Hashem. The minute you become conscious and able to make Avaidah, you have to be able to be Muqshaf Avaidah Biyad. And that's why you have to jump out of the bed and wash your hands. That's the altar says. That's the Aleph of Avaidah. Okay? So this Marmachimus after Marmachimus, being Mazvitas, the Yisoyed, the foundation of Avaidah is to realize that you are a Eved Hashem. And you do belong to the Malchus Shabbat. And ain't Oid Milvadi. That's the Aleph. So that's a big work to get that into the brain. Now, Grad Rab Tzadik, I'll say quickly because we have to say Silichot. Rab Tzadik says a Chiddish, Tzadik HaKoyin Melublin, in a sefer called Tzitka Satzadik. This is special for you, Sal. Right? In the Tzitka Satzadik, he says a Chiddish, and he says that together of every bracha that you make before you say, make it do a mitzvah is the same thing as Krishma. It's Kabbalah's all Machel Shemaim on the Prat. Meaning, before you do the Avoidah, you have to make Kabbalah's all Machel Shemaim Befrat. And that's the mitz, the, the bracha. So that's what he says, even before you eat. Because eating is also, I don't have time now to masbe all these things. But, bottom line is, the Yisrael Advarim is, is Kabbalah's all Machel Shemaim comes before Asiyah Samitzah. So the first step of Avoidah would be for a person to either Try to have kavana by Kriyashma when it says Shema Yisrael. Try to have kavana when it makes a bracha. Try to think about it when you get up in the morning and you wash your hands. You know, you could use any of these things to be a beginning. We have to stop here. I have no choice. We'll continue tomorrow. Bezat Hashem.